Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia in our daily COVID-19 business briefing. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome, and thanks for tuning in. And for those listening on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. We really appreciate you guys. Normally on Thursdays on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with you and thousands of others each week on iTunes, Spotify, and through our vast distribution network with WVNews.com. Since March 19th, we've been bringing you these daily special edition broadcasts, and we're really focused specifically and intentionally around this uh, basic question, what can West Virginia businesses do? right now to navigate this current COVID-19 pandemic that we're all facing. When we first started this podcast back in 2017, our goal was to inspire and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and business owners who've built their companies right here in West Virginia. And we want to encourage businesses to start here and stay here and keep West Virginia strong. And we've been doing that every single week. Of course, you can learn more about our mission at PositivelyWV.com. Every weekday, we're going live with these uh, daily business briefings to help business owners and business leaders with practical ideas you can use right now. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the Insurance Centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. Today, I'm honored to have on the show Ashok Agarwal. Ashok is the founder at M&S Consulting in West Virginia. He oversees solutions uh, delivery and has stepped out of the box to create products that are positioned to revolutionize the way people work with process and technology. Ashok holds a BS in biomedical engineering, which is very important what we're going to talk about, and a minor in computer science from the Johns Hopkins University. Ashok, thank you for being on our show today. Jim, thank you for having me. Uh, really appreciate everything that you do for the community and uh, really appreciate and, uh, being here. Yeah, absolutely. First off, Ashok, I, I just got to ask you, how are you doing right now personally, you and your family? Well, we're doing well. We're doing well. You know, we're definitely uh, going through the same types of uh, changes and, and some struggles related to the new world that we live in mm-hmm. with uh, COVID-19. But uh, all in all, uh, have a lot to be thankful for and uh, doing well. Yeah, absolutely. Ashok, you know, I, um, I've i gotten to meet you a couple of times, and I've always been impressed by your company and what you guys do. You you have vast reach uh, with your company, M&S Consulting. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about, it, you know, is we're, we're, we've been talking about all the over the last couple of weeks, all of the ins and outs of the, the, the mechanics of this virus and you know people, how people are uh, adapting to keeping their workplaces clean and how they're able to, to, um, to protect their employees and all those kinds of things. We've talked about tax implications and the, and the stimulus package that's coming out. And, and one of the things that, that caught my eyes and ears was a story that, that you're working on right now. And we talk about unleashing innovation. Uh, last week, I had a had a, a guest on Frank Vitale, and he used that uh, that phrase, and I, I've kind of taken it from him. I'm borrowing it, but I'm attributing it to him. Unleashing innovation, and and I want to I want you know if you could take us through the story of what you're working on right now with this uh, ventilator technology. We've been hearing a lot about, especially in the larger cities um, in the United States, about ventilators and their 
their scarcity almost. Now, I know here in, in, in Morgantown, uh, where I'm broadcasting from, Mon Health, WVU Medicine, it seems like they're equipped right now. But you're working on something that is really an innovative approach, utilizing this crisis to say, hey, how can we help with our technology and your background uh, in biomedical engineering? And can you walk us through what you're doing and kind of explain to our audience? Because uh, I think it's really inspirational. Sure, sure. I'd, I'd be happy to, um, you know, and, and really, you know, my, my role and, and M&S Consulting's role in all of this is, is really to support some of the great scientists and engineers and, and doctors and experts that are out there in this arena. Um, we're working closely with uh, Intermed Partners, uh, Dr. Tom McClellan, uh, Dr. Justin Chambers, um, and uh, also in close collaboration with Mon Health and the Mon Health Foundation. Um, and, and MNS is one of the supporters as well. But, uh, what Tom and Justin came to me with, um, um, about a week or so ago related to the ventilator project was, uh, the idea that they were going to be taking some of these open source designs that a lot of other great people in other States and around the country, uh, have already gone out and published. Um, and they said, you know, we'd like to start building these things out in case we have situations where there's ventilator shortages in our area. And yeah, as you mentioned, you know, we don't necessarily have those shortages today and hopefully we never will, but, uh, we wanted to try to get ahead of this. And, you know, my role in this was really to say, well, why are we thinking just about our area? Um, and we shouldn't just think about the demand that we have right now. Let's, let's go ahead and try to tackle this problem. Mm. Uh, this is a problem that a lot of other places are going to have or already have in places like New York city. And, and so we kind of uh, started marching down this path. The first thing that we did was, was uh, started to outfit ourselves with uh, higher capacity to build out uh, ventilator splitters. And, and I'll talk more about the next uh, project that Intermed Partners is undertaking that we'll support as well uh, related to the actual uh, 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 ventilator technology for AMBU bag squeezing. But with the splitters, we began outfitting ourselves with higher capacity for manufacturing and, and building these things out. And, and then we also started to encourage uh, improvements in the design that people had put out there. So uh, Justin Chambers and his team, they're great, great designers and engineers. And then they've been able to take an idea uh, that was put out there and improve upon it greatly. So at this point, um, we're improved the design and we're actually in the process uh, before you called me today here to publish our open source design for this. So we'll continue to manufacture it, but we'll allow other folks to begin to manufacture uh, our design as well, which is called V splitter. It's called so, the V splitter. Um, can you, can you like, yeah. describe it? Obviously we're, we don't have the ability right sure. now to show a video or anything, but yeah, what, what is yeah. the V splitter? Right. So basically, you know, right now, and, and I don't I don't know if I'm going to get all these numbers right. There's other folks uh, that probably have the uh, medical numbers uh, better than I do. Sure. But uh, there's definitely a shortage in ventilators, uh, as you might hear in the news in New York City itself. Uh, there's uh, shortages happening right now. And of course, that's pretty scary because COVID-19 patients seem to end up on uh, ventilators much more often uh, than, than may have been expected. Uh, in addition to having a lot of patients that might need ventilators, uh, there's also a situation where COVID patients are on ventilators for 10 to 21 days. So a major shortage is, is already here in New York and is on the horizon, possibly for other areas. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to tackle that head on. Uh, the splitter um, mm -hmm. 
will effectively allow for one ventilator to serve more than one patient. So it could it could essentially serve two patients. So um, you've almost doubled your you know you've essentially doubled your capacity for ventilators, which is a huge impact. Um, there are some concerns with ventilator splitters and how they work. Uh, there's some concern about you know taking a single ventilator, splitting that out into two patients, and and aerosolization of the virus between the two patients. Uh, also, those two patients may have uh, different characteristics with their lung capacities, for example. So the designs that are out there haven't necessarily tried to address that fully. Uh, we're trying to make improvements on on those designs to address uh, address that that issue with two patients sharing the same ventilator, avoiding the virus aerosolizing between them and also uh, the disparities in the in the actual patients themselves. Hmm. So that's that's essentially what it is. So again, vent vent splitter here. Um, allowing two patients to serve, uh, be served by one ventilator, effectively doubling our ventilator capacity yeah. and, uh, and making improvements on it. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, it, yeah. I mean, that's, that's when we talk about, you know, unleashing innovation. I think that's exactly what Frank was talking about the other day. So, Ashok, if you don't mind, can you kind of give us a, a, an overview, just in a couple of sentences, like how did this opportunity present itself to you? In other words, how did you get plugged into it? Oh, you know, these are these are partnerships that um, I've known. I've known these folks for a while now. Um, I've known uh, people like you know Tom McClellan, uh, Justin Chambers, David Goldberg at Mont Health, uh, some folks from Mountain State Capital, Mike Green and Matt Harbaugh. Uh, they've all worked hard to connect us all up for many months prior. Uh, so there's other collaborations that have been in the works for a while. Mm. Uh, so we've already been been in contact about a number of other innovations, and then as COVID nineteen came about it uh, became clear that, uh, hey, we've kind of got a team of people here that have some skills, capabilities that can make an impact and make a dent into this attack on COVID-19. And so, uh, uh, you know, the framework, I'd say the foundation was laid over the past several months and, and mm. some friendships over the past several years. And we all jumped into action and made things happen um, as COVID-19 came about. I would really credit uh, Tom McClellan and Justin Chambers. They they were at the forefront of this and starting to design and research this. And um, I was probably more of a, uh, an impetus for getting them to think outside the box and bigger. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, did it help that you had this degree in biomedical engineering? I mean, it, it had, I mean, I was just like, that's, you were at the right place at the right time. Yeah. I think the right place, right time. I would, I would say that my, uh, they don't necessarily need any of my biomedical engineering expertise. There's other, those are folks involved. I know that they've been working with uh, uh, Dr. Paul Guerra yeah. as well yep. at Mon Health. They've got a lot of medical and engineering prowess already. Yeah. Uh, separate from my biomedical engineering background, I would say that um, my my out of the box thinking has been more focused on just getting getting everyone to think bigger uh, hmm. and supporting places outside of just Morgantown as well, and to become a thought leader, hmm. an innovation leader that can help not just our communities and our hospitals and our patients, but uh, other places as well. Absolutely. Uh, Ashok, I don't know this, so excuse my question, but did you grow up here no, in West no. Virginia? I did. I, I was born and raised in Morgantown. So yeah, I'm very, oh. very heavily uh, vested in our community. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's that's good yeah. to know. And yeah. just like, you know, you and I have talked a little bit bef before, you know, leadership is such an important thing. And I, I keep going back to this theme that, you know, in, in, in normal times, people generally want to be led. And and I feel like when, when we're in a crisis situation, whether it's a pandemic or whatever it might be, uh, times like these, people are desperate for leadership. So I really appreciate you stepping out, uh, out of that uh 
kind of your comfort zone a little bit and really pushing the envelope on this because I think it's going to have a huge impact on on uh, not only our, our our town here in Morgantown in our state of West Virginia, but even more importantly around the country. And you mentioned New York City and some of the struggles that they're they're dealing with. Can you talk a little bit about some of your thoughts on um, you know leading in a crisis situation? I would I really would love to hear that, and I'm sure our audience would as well. Sure. Yeah. You know, I think, I think, uh, there's, um, there's a sense of responsibility, a sense of community that, that comes about, I think in a lot of people, uh, most people, I would even argue, uh, a lot of us are just looking for ways that we can help and make an impact. Mm. Um, this opportunity, uh, presented itself. And I think, uh, um, you know, from my perspective, um, you know, and even at MNS and, and in my career, you know, what I've, what I've often found is that, um, you know, People are people are looking for that opportunity to to lead and and to make an impact and, and this mm. just kind of they're just looking for a situation that that's right and I think this is this is a great situation. There's a lot of opportunities for people to make an impact right now. Um, we've actually published some information on how Morgantown people uh, around the country are are impacting this area. There's mm. a lot of other people in Morgantown, certainly outside of me, uh, that are out there and, and definitely making an impact, uh, as we speak. And so I, I think, you know, um, I think you, you really start to see, uh, people start to show, uh, not just what they're made of, but they really start to show their, their caring for humanity throughout mm-hmm. events like this. And I've been, I've just been blown away and impressed with so many leaders that have presented themselves. There's people like, uh, at WVU, we're collaborating with the engineering innovation hub, mm-hmm. um, you know, Gene Salento, um, and, uh, Kelsey and Josh over there. And then there's, uh, people like Dr. Yvonne Martinez, uh, who's, uh, who's been, uh, quoted by USA today. Mm. Uh, there's just so many people that are out there. Uh, I've got my, my own sister who grew up in Morgantown. She's out in Lima, Ohio, um, Manu Agarwal. She's out there making face bat masks, uh, mm. in, uh, 3d printing them. And, and she's going to be helping us uh, make some ventilators for the Ohio community. Uh, there's so many people that, that grew up in Morgantown that are out there and making an impact. And, and uh, I think we're actually in a unique situation here, Jim, mm-hmm. where um, the virus hasn't hit us quite as hard as it has in places like New York city and, you know, the Bay area, for example. And so we have an opportunity here with a lot of great people that are community minded and talented to uh, step outside while we're still able to think pretty clearly uh, and, and help, help the community, help our own community, help other communities that are out there. Mm. Uh, so I think this is, this is, I've just been blown away. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you hit on something right there that I think is extremely important. Dr. Clay Marsh was on yesterday. He's the coronavirus COVID-19 czar for West Virginia yeah. under Governor Jim Justice. And he, he talked about that uh, at length, about how West Virginia could be coming out of this uh, storm once we get in, into the calm water, so to speak, uh, uniquely mm-hmm. positioned, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that you're you're really onto something uh, for that 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 topic. And you guys are talking, you know, very similar uh, terms. And I, and I, you know, one of the things I think about, you know, my you know, first and first of all, our, our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers go out to those on the front lines right now, right? At these healthcare workers that you're helping to support with this innovation, the V splitter, uh, helping to turn two ventilators in or one ventilator into two, essentially. Um, and, and you know, we can't all be first responders. We can't all be on the front lines. But in 
in my in my own little world, you know, I think like I want to be that person that runs toward the danger, toward the fire, right. as opposed to running away from it. And, you know, understanding we have to take precautions and we have to take safeguards and we have families to, to worry about and businesses to operate. But mm-hmm. I feel like there is opportunity here. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I'm trying to encourage uh, business owners. You got to think out of the box. I loved what you said. You got to think bigger. You were you were there to uh, not only were you at the right place in the right time, but you were properly equipped. I, I love to think about it in those terms because you had everything you needed. You assessed what you had. You thought about it. You were able to help people. Uh, and that's yeah. another thing that I've been talking about quite a bit is assess what you have and help people. And I feel like if you could just do those two things, I'm encouraging, you know, we have a lot of listeners on this uh, program. I'm hearing from them that uh, mm-hmm. their businesses are closed or they're in uh, mm-hmm. jeopardy of being closed and they, they're finding it tough. They're in tough waters right now. And I'm like, look, we got to all help each other. We've got to hold each other up and support, whether it's through encouragement or actual you know, buying stuff from them, you know, and uh, and I think about um, especially small businesses that aren't fully, uh, you know, fully funded, and maybe they're they're you know going through month to month, not knowing if they're going to make payroll anyway, and they're maybe a startup phase, or maybe just going through a tough time. We've got to help those those companies and, and businesses, and I feel like, you know, when I hear a story like you know, Ashok Agarwal and M&S Consulting and, and working with these different collaborative partnerships uh, with, you mentioned uh, Dr. McClellan and Justin Chambers. And, and, and I feel like that's, that's where the magic's going to be. You know, we've got to collaborate. It's not so much competition, oh, yeah. so to speak. And I, uh, trust me, I'm, I'm as competitive as they come, but it's right now we got to collaborate. We've got to hold each other up, figure out ways we can get through the storm, get the, get the ships collectively to the calm water. Yeah, no question. I see that happening everywhere. The collaboration and people just banding together and helping each other and lifting each other up. Um, I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm, I'm beyond impressed with our community here in Morgantown. And I would just encourage like you are, uh, that, you know, people can make an impact. Like I said, we have on our webpage ways that you can help because I know that that's an empowering feeling to just go out there and help in this, in this crisis in yes. a time where we feel like, you know, things are outside of our control. Uh, but doing our part can be quite an empowering feeling. So I definitely encourage everyone to, to step out there and we've identified ways that you can help by whether it's do it yourself masks, or if you have, you know, some, some equipment helping us with making these uh, V splitters, uh, food donations, we have blood, a shortage is happening right now, going out and giving blood. Uh, we have blood drive information out there as well. There's so many different ways that every individual can help right now. And, and I think that that's, uh, that's just an empowering feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I feel like, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I just want, I feel compelled to say this, you know, Dr. Marsh gave us some really good uh, practical tips and they're coming from the CDC, obviously, but, you know, washing your hands, social distancing, you know, only running out to the store if you need to you know, by all means, protect yourself, wash your hands, like I said, um, utilize um, safe hygiene, like not touching faces, you know, don't touch your face. I mean, that's a simple thing we can all do, but but doing everything that we're talking about in a, in a responsible manner is obviously paramount. But I do believe that, you know, um, there's a couple of things that we can all control. You know, some things, a lot of things are right now are, are 
are not in our control. And we can feel like almost like this sense of um, panic or anxiety or, uh, you know, use the word freaked out. I hear that a lot. I'm freaked out. I don't know what to do. And I feel like, you know, this is becoming the new normal and we're getting adjusted to the to this new way of, of being. So th- some of that is dissipating. We have to be diligent in, 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 in our attempts and our, with hygiene and all the things I just talked about. But by the same token, I feel like there are some choices we can make. We can choose to stand on the sidelines and feel um, almost like a victim. Like, what am I going to do? I, I can't do I'm powerless. But I'm telling you, everybody has an opportunity to help here. And I want uh, that's kind of the message I'm trying to get out. Uh, the show's called Positively West Virginia. I'm an optimist, mm-hmm. and, uh, you yeah. know, but it's not just rah rah, you know, type optimism. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all have a part to play in this, just as you as you eloquently pointed out, Ashok. And I'm, um, uh, you know, I'm really encouraged by you know your story and what you're doing out there. Let me ask you, just if 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 it's sure. okay to kind of go down this path at MS Consulting, what are you guys yep. doing to kind of get your company through these times? Uh, with regard to your employees, your team, your clients, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so at M&S, uh, we actually, uh, you know, started uh, taking actions pretty early in the process when it came to COVID-19. Um, I think a few days before businesses were starting to go remote, we mm-hmm. went ahead and went remote ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're already pretty well equipped to work from home uh, and work in a remote environment. We have a lot of tools and technologies that allow us to do that anyways. And so uh, we started taking actions related to that right away. Uh, and then we actually have a task force that we stood up within MS that meets every single day. And we broke out our task force to address different areas of COVID-19, the COVID-19 event, as we call it. Mm-hmm. And so every day uh, we have different leads that, that report in on a couple of different areas related to COVID-19. Uh, they include uh, business risks, and we've kind of mapped out all of our risks and their level of likelihood, as well as their uh, level of impact to the company and our mitigation strategies. Um, we've got another section and report out related to uh, different opportunities and the pipeline because that's changing um, as we speak. You know, each day, uh, the types of services that we're offering, the way that we offer those services. Um, those, those kinds of things are evolving in mm. some way and, and retrofitting the work that we've done in the past, and the expertise that we have into uh, this new this new world that we live in. Um, we have a task force that's focused on, on that as well. Mm. Um, and we also have uh, a task force focused on our employee health and, and mental wellness. So uh, we've begun uh, having much more frequent check-ins with our employees on uh, their mental wellness, how they're handling working from home, uh, equipping them with anything that may, they may need. Mm. Uh, like I said, we have tools and technologies that, that we've put in place uh, to help people work from home. However, uh, working from home today is not the same as it was working from home three months ago even yeah. because now you've got potentially a spouse at home. You've probably got kids at home. Um, and uh, even if it was easy for you three months ago, it's different now. So uh, mm. we're, we're definitely trying to help people work through uh, that situation and different strategies and we're sharing and collaborating ideas uh, related to mental wellness. We've also set up different chat groups. We actually have a happy hour each week virtually as a company. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So, so uh, I can't even begin to count all the different things and ways that we've uh, changed and evolved. We've got a lot of people uh, that are 
that are spending a lot of time. Uh, we have about 20 people in our company that meet yeah. every single day wow. uh, to brainstorm ideas and to talk. And that's just a fraction wow. of the company, of course. Yeah. But How many employees uh, do you have, Ashok? Uh, hundred. Awesome. That's so, incredible, yeah. man. Yeah. That's, so, uh, that's really cool. What's, what's one technology resource that you think uh, can help people with? Like you're talking about these virtual meetings and, and all these different things that you guys are doing. What's the technology platform that you're recommending? Um, well, in terms of a technology platform, and we, we, we certainly have always used uh, video conferencing yeah. um, quite heavily, you know, so it's, it's, to us, it's all about uh, being in front of each other and seeing each other's faces. Um, you, you get a different so important. feel for a person. Yeah, totally. So um, and so we've, we've, we've been doing that um, for a while. We actually have, um, let's see, three different or four different chat uh, video conferencing tools that we use because we found that some of them aren't always uh, reliable during yeah, what, this what do you COVID-19. guys use what, what do you guys use if you don't yeah, mind just, we uh, use yeah sure so uh go to meeting is something we've used for years before um we've used uh we also use zoom um we also use uh google's tools uh google meet uh is, is one of the tools that we use as well yeah. that's where we do our happy hour um that's cool so and i know there's some people and individuals that use other tools as well uh, webex um, and, and a few others. So. Yeah, that's very, it's very neat. You know, it's it's yeah. neat about the whole thing. And I'm I'm having these conversations every day. Just today, I've had four Zoom calls. You know, and mm-hmm. here it is, two twenty-five uh, in the afternoon on mm-hmm. April second. You know, and it's like, I mean, I, I wasn't really that good at it. We I had quite a few Zoom mm-hmm. calls, but now being intentional, having an agenda, you know, being prepared for a Zoom call, these are types of things that are just kind of like the new the new way of doing things and and I'm actually enjoying it. I'm a, I'm the kind of person mm-hmm. I like to sit across the table from somebody or sit sit next mm-hmm. to them and just be able to have a conversation, make eye contact, read body language, all those kinds of things. I love that and being able to uh not being able to do that right now is is really uh yeah. difficult, but I'm embracing the new technology and the and the new way of of being able to get together. Obviously, you you have a, a tech company. You've been doing it for years, but it's really neat to to hear some of the things you guys are doing. And I like the uh, you know things like um, the happy hour. You know, community being in the community with others, other people is extremely important, especially in a situation like we're in, where people are afraid to even go out, and they should they should be not going out. Right. So, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a situation we find ourselves in. And I, like I said, uh, going back to that, um, unleashing innovation, I think this is going to be a kind of a wake up call for all of us to, to improvise, use, utilize what we have and help people. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, I, I would just mention one other thing on that note, yeah, which is, yeah. you know, from our perspective at MS, and I mean, you know, one of the big things that, that, that we have to do as a technology consultancy is understand the trends mm-hmm. uh, of the future. We actually teach a digital transfer, help teach a digital transformation class at MIT, uh, which we've done virtually for a few years now. Wow. And and uh, what we've really noticed here, and you can see it especially in education, higher education as well as K through twelve, is that they've they've had a very very fast transformation, digital transformation mm-hmm. essentially. And uh, what we what we believe here is that uh, this kind of digital transformation has really accelerated a number of industries um, in very, very rapidly. So uh, for us, we see that, you know, as an opportunity for us in in particular, just because we have a lot of expertise in that area and helping helping organizations make that uh, 
evolution. Absolutely. So, our one, our yeah. guest once again today is Ashok Agarwal. He's the co-founder of M&S Consulting, and he's based in Morgantown right here in West Virginia. 100 employees doing amazing things, not only in, in West Virginia, but around the, around the globe for sure. Ashok, as we wrap up our time here today, what's the best way for people to learn more about you and your company and perhaps even you know, get in touch with you? Yeah, um, Consulting.com, our website. You know, we're also on Facebook as well, yeah. uh, Twitter, uh, social media. But uh, on the MS Consulting website uh, is, a, is a great way to contact us. And I would really encourage you to hit our COVID page where you can learn information, especially for folks that are local. But it would be helpful to everyone uh, to read up on there and see how you can help. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll make sure we have links to that in the show notes section of the of the podcast. Uh, uh, Ashok. Are there any other uh, final words you'd like to share with our audience today? No, I just, uh, I, I would tell everyone that uh, I think everyone's doing an amazing job in the community and the world over. Been really impressed with all the collaboration. Hmm. And uh, I think we're going to get through this thing and we're going to come out stronger than ever. Everyone is. so No, no doubt. I, I firmly right. believe that as well. Ashok, thank you for your time once again and sharing this very uh, valuable information to our audience. I, I, I'm sure that people found inspiration in your words and i really appreciate you man thank you jim appreciate you as well take care absolutely folks that's it for today's positively west virginia daily covid19 business briefing my hope is that we did bring some valuable insight with ashok agarwal and his company mns consulting that you can use in your business as we all work to survive and get through this covid19 situation that we're all in right now I want to take a moment to thank some of our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they are the Insurance Centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues with these daily special edition business briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.